This is the Calm and Cozy Podcast, episode 86. It's been about a year since my last episode, and since then, I've decided to scrap that long musical intro, and the sponsors, and the ads, and the guests, and just talk to you, if that's okay with you. This episode is pretty much going to be an update. Uh, I want to tell you where I've been, why I stepped away from my business for quite a few months, Uh, where you can find me now, what things I'm doing now, how you can work with me, and how my sleep has changed after making some pretty big changes. So um, to start at the beginning, I guess, uh, the start of COVID, it's been quite the year, quite the years, really, as I'm sure you could say too. I mean, we've all struggled in different ways. A few weeks ago, I did one of those ask me anything boxes on my Instagram story. And one of the questions asked was, how are you really? Which kind of made me laugh. So to answer this question, I am doing well. Honestly, Uh, I have a great support system. I have wonderful people in my life. I am very fortunate. It has been a rough few years because... Jake and I have lost seven people, seven family members that we love dearly. And today I'm happy and healthy and trying to work my way back to some version of normal without those people in my life. If you haven't already heard, my dad was diagnosed with brain cancer last spring. He went through a couple rounds of really any treatment that he could get and was suggested because of the aggressive nature of his cancer. We thought he was doing really well. We expected him to prolong his life well past the 12 to 17 months that he was given. He was working with a naturopath as well as his um, oncology team. His immune system was strong. If you asked him how he was, he would say that he was doing great besides brain cancer. He did really well through last summer and into the fall, and really his only problem was um, his left side. Uh, He had uh, some vision loss and some loss of strength because of the um, surgery to remove his tumor. So really everything was going really well until the holidays, until last December when Everything pretty much turned to shit. First, uh, during the Christmas holidays, right in the middle of my week off and launching of my new membership site, I got sick and tested positive for COVID. It started with fatigue that kept me in bed feeling awful. I just had no energy. I was stuck in bed and um, it turned into a cold. And then Jake tested positive and he had a really sore throat and a cold. So the two of us stayed home and we recovered in what we called COVID camp, um, (laughs) ordering most of our meals and groceries online. It wasn't fun being sick. And I know that a lot of people had it a lot worse and I don't mean to make light of the situation, but I just have to admit that being stuck at home 
with Jake, with absolutely no responsibilities, was kind of a nice break. So COVID camp lasted, I would say, about a week and a half. And um, we took daily naps, sometimes more than once. We watched, I think, Daredevil was the, the series that we went through on Netflix. Watched the whole Daredevil series and other movies. And I know, enjoyed each other's company and recovered uh, together. So during our time in COVID recovery, my dad got into his bed and then never came back out. His sudden decline in his health, it was a shock to all of us. And mom started organizing nurses and support workers to come in and help so that she could keep dad at home. So my mom was my dad's primary caregiver my brother and I were there when we could to help out. So was Jake. He was wonderful. And in early February, uh, my mother-in-law passed away, Jake's mom. And then two weeks later, my dad passed away peacefully at home with us there. It was a very sad time. I had my support system with me constantly. Uh, we grieved in the best way that we knew how, telling our favorite dad stories laughing a lot, and then also crying when needed. We were mostly relieved that dad was at peace and no longer wasting away in his rented hospital bed in the guest room. He was free, but we still miss him terribly, and we always will. Um, in April, I started focusing on my own health, like more than I ever had before. I continued to take time away from my business to grieve and be with my family, but I also needed time to take care of myself. The biggest changes that I made were walking every morning for an hour. I stopped drinking alcohol. I stopped eating sugar. I also started prioritizing protein at every meal and healthy fats. It's a lot of changes and I'm really not listing them all because I don't want to be one of those people. <laughs> and I know that people don't like hearing about other people's diets or weight loss. So I'm going to keep it short, but I will tell you that I feel great and that this way of eating has also changed my sleep, which is interesting. I wasn't expecting that. So I struggled with chronic fatigue for a very long time. I never called it chronic fatigue. I just felt sleepy and needed to fall asleep, even if it was for 10 minutes just to recharge. And I, I still kind of feel like chronic fatigue doesn't really suit what I had because my body wasn't tired. My my brain was hard to explain, but I can confidently say that I'm not tired all day anymore. I, I can't lie down and have a nap at any time of the day like I used to, which is so great. Like I'm not used to this feeling of having energy. And there is also times, especially on the weekends, when I have a chance to nap and I normally would nap, I actually lie down to have a nap and then just get up and do something else because I'm not tired. So for me, this is a, a new feeling. Um, and I have to say too, the thing that is surprising to me is that my sleep at night has changed. I used to be a light sleeper and I just thought that I always would be a light sleeper. And my sleep habits and my sleep hygiene are like pretty stellar compared to a lot of people's and they should be because I'm have a podcast and I'm talking to you about your sleep but I'm no longer a light sleeper which is interesting I sleep right through noises that used to wake me up so funny story that's kind of 
unrelated to diet changes, but related to sleep. I was sent a box of mouth tapes a little while ago. Have you heard of these? It's basically putting tape over your mouth at night so that you breathe out of your nose. And it's supposed to be much healthier to be a nose breather. And a company that makes mouth tapes contacted me and sent me a free box, which I'm already a nose breather most of the time, but I thought I would try them anyway so that I could see if it was as weird as it sounded. I didn't use them for the longest time because I was a little nervous too. I pictured myself waking up in the middle of the night panicked after having a bad dream about not being able to breathe or being like gagged and kidnapped, which would not be fun. And thankfully that didn't happen, the kidnapping or the waking up thinking I had been kidnapped, but I did wake up the next morning to find my mouth tapeless. So at some point in the middle of the night, I had removed the tape and stuck it neatly to the side of my bedside table. And when I saw it, I laughed and didn't really think much of it until two mornings later when I had realized that I had repeated my bedside table tape routine three nights in a row and pretty much stuck to the same place that it was the night before. Kind of reminds me of the time that I tried a sleep mask for one night and woke up the next morning and with the mask on the other side of my bedroom floor. So I think I just woke up and flung it. <laughs> and uh, I've realized that uh, my body doesn't like stuff stuck to it when it's trying to sleep. I titled this episode, Life and How I Slept Through It, which if you're an old school REM fan, you might recognize that. I've, it's kind of an ode to a song that they did called Life and How to Live It. So how did I sleep this past year? Surprisingly well, considering. It probably won't surprise you that I love going to bed. Over the years, bedtime has transformed from an inconvenience I worked hard to avoid into something I look forward to. I don't sleep perfectly every night, but I approach every night the same way regardless because sleep has become a gift. I use sleep as an escape. I use it as a way of regrouping my thoughts and my emotions. And during my dad's illness, it was such a relief to go home at the end of the night, get into my bed and rest. That was a constant source of relief for me and I knew that I could count on it. Sleep is so much more than a group of hours when my body is forced to shut down. It's more than just a group of hours where everything around me is still and dark and quiet. Sleep's a gift of time that I can use every evening for whatever it is that I need that night. There's a Gandhi quote that says, each night when I go to sleep, I die. And the next morning when I'm awake, I am reborn. What if you approach tonight's sleep in that same way? What do you need from your sleep tonight? Could asking your body for whatever it is that you need transform your sleep from a thing you have to do into a thing you'd love to do? We're forced to go to sleep every night because if we don't sleep, we die. But why don't we make it a wonderful time of peace and rest? Should we try that tonight? As you're getting into bed, ask yourself, what do I need from my sleep tonight? And then list those things. 
in your head or in a journal and then go into it believing it will be good. You might be pleasantly surprised. And if all of this sounds like hokey garbage to you because you sleep horribly or you have insomnia and you have a really hard time falling asleep and staying asleep, let's talk about my newest project. It's never as simple as using a product and falling asleep instantly, but I don't see anything out there that deeply addresses the real struggles of insomnia for people like you who feel like you haven't slept in years, feel like you've tried everything and nothing ever works as promised, are tired of trying so hard to fall asleep when you know it should come easily and naturally. The truth The way our industry deals with insomnia is outdated. If you've invested in an insomnia program or course or book before to help you sleep and have only been left more confused than ever, it's not your fault. It's because most sleep professionals focus on all the things you're not doing. But the reality is you're likely doing too much. Well, firstly, I want to give you a high five for still being here and listening to me talk. I know how tough it can be to believe that there could be a different way, a better way. And I could totally relate to feeling completely overwhelmed by trying to do all the things. It's exhausting. But I want to reassure you that you can get real relief from your insomnia, even if it's been a part of your life for a very long time. You are not doomed to be an insomniac for the rest of your life. You can fall asleep naturally and unassisted. It's entirely possible for you to master the art of falling asleep and finally experience freedom from your insomnia. We go through each step in the Art of Falling Asleep Masterclass and then we help you implement it all through live group coaching, private one-on-one coaching, You'll have access to all the help that you need through our easy-to-use app. I know, I know, it seems like a process, but actually, when you take it one step at a time, it's totally doable. You'll have support every step of the way. Can you imagine how good it's going to feel when you have finally conquered your insomnia once and for all? No more stressing about falling asleep, no more watching the clock, no more sleep deprivation... Membership starts at only $22.99 a month. Go to freedomfrominsomnia.com to learn more, to get your questions answered, and to become a member risk-free. Yes, you can cancel at any time. I can't wait to work with you. Want to know what else I'm working on? I'm going to be a content creator for a sleep and stress app. I'll have a library of sleep meditations and bedtime stories for you to listen to. And by the time my next episode is out, I should have a special link for you to snag a 30-day free trial. I'm also learning to tattoo, which is a fun creative challenge since I got to a point where I learned everything I wanted to learn with crochet. I mean, there's only so many winter woolies that I can make, but there's so much skin for me to tattoo. Don't worry. I'll be practicing on fake skin for a long time. And who knows if I'll ever graduate to real skin. It's just an enjoyable new way to be creative. 
and to learn something new. Well, I guess that's it for now. You should be all caught up. If you have any questions, you have any suggestions, you just want to talk, I'm always here. You can find me on Instagram at sleepcoachbeth. You can email me at hello at sleepcoachbeth.com. Tell me, give me your suggestions. I want to hear how I can help. So thanks for listening. And as always, sleep well and stay cozy. And to my mom, who listens to my podcast every night as she falls asleep, even when it's been a year since I recorded one. Good night, mama.